Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey Postables, you're listening to Deliver Me a Podcast, brought to you by Casey, Jess, and Cami. A special thanks to James Jandrish for letting us use music on our show. Now, sit back, relax, grab a YooHoo and a stamp collection, and here we go. Merry Christmas, Hallmarkies and Postables! And boy, have we got a Christmas present for you today. We are speaking with the one and only Eric Mavius. Hi, Eric. Hi there. So I know my job for this, um, our talk today is to try and make you laugh as much as possible. We'll see what happens. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> this is so going to be a long so, interview. So you're in Florida. Where Where are you, Kim? I'm in Texas. Oh, well, you guys are both in luckily warm states for the most uh-huh. part. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was funny when you said the whole Connecticut state takes about four hours. I'm like, yeah, you could get to the middle of yeah. Texas by four no, hours. Actually, honestly, to to be yes, I know Texas takes like fourteen hours or something oh. to go. So I honestly have never done tip of the cake to the west. That was a guess. It's probably over six hours, but I don't know because I would never do it. <laughs> if you're out on the cape, you stay on the cape, right? You yeah. don't want to leave the cape, right. and you definitely aren't going to go to the other end of the state if right. you're out on the cape. So right. It's like if you go to what would the equivalent be? I don't think. Corpus Christi, whatever beautiful beaches there are, you wouldn't go to El Paso directly from there. No. No way. Right. No. <laughs> but trying to get from Corpus Christi to my in-laws' house, which is what we had to do one time, took five hours. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> it was interesting. Anyway, welcome mm-hmm. back. We're so happy to have a chance to chat with you again. I am so happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm glad this worked out. This was literally the not even calm the slight calm before the storm my boys are coming into town i just got back into town um some of my laundry's done but my bags aren't unpacked they will actually hardly be unpacked before i have to pack them up again but i was about to say might as well just leave some things packed (laughs) yeah uh presents are ordered laundry's done Uh, no half the laundry's done the most important things are done Okay. Uh, and uh, decorations are tomorrow. I had, I think I had eight cameos alone to record today. So I had- Oh, oh wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doctor's appointments, everything like getting all the ducks in a row while I'm back in Massachusetts. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's that. I hear you. I feel like I've been going day, like running, doing all the things. I haven't even wrapped presents. So wrap presents. I just ordered presents. Oh my <laughs> my, the presents are just coming slowly, you know. Amazon That's boxes at our door all the time. I uh I still have to buy some presents. Yes. Well, <laughs> well, it's so funny because now because of the supply chain issue and the fact that uh stars store shelves are pretty barren, it gives us even more of an excuse to use the internet as yeah. um, a tool and or a crutch to order our presents and also. My kids are now 13 and 15, so they're old enough where some of the mystery has been stripped back. But now instead of, you know, them them making a general list, now we can get really specific about what it is they want instead of you as a parent, one as a parent failing by getting the thing that's kind of like what they wanted instead of the actual thing that they wanted, which is awesome because, you know, Amazon, even though it's devouring the universe, it -hmm. still has options that really can satisfy the Christmas wish lists. Definitely. It's true. And you can put the exact item on the wish list. <laughs> That's what I mean. And, and, you know, whereas it used to take, you know, three trips out mm-hmm. at least and adding that, you know, 10 hours of shopping or whatever nonsense and travel. Now it can be done in, you know, two or three, depending on how uh, cooperative your children are. Yeah. And what ages they are, I should say. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> now... I have a question because I'm, I'm a girl mom. I have a six and four year old girl, but I have nephews that are 15. What are 15 year old boys into? Um, (laughs) What are, what were were their Christmas presents? Well, a couple of questions. So we get, you know, to the bullseye on this is, 
do they play sports? Yes, they play basketball yeah. and baseball. Okay, basketball and baseball. And do they live far away? They're like right around the corner. <laughs> okay, well, okay, basketball and baseball. So you can't go wrong, even though some people say, oh, that's not a very heartfelt gift. Teenage boys don't care about heart, heartfelt gifts. Oh, no. They care about getting exactly what they want. Yeah. Dick Sporting Goods, if you have Dick Sporting Goods mm -hmm. where you are, you can't go wrong with a gift certificate from there. That's true. That is very true. That is true. Because yes. not only do kids, they're not sure what they want, but they also sometimes don't like to be told what they want. So mm -hmm. if you give them the power of choice, especially you know, boys and girls, I think, yeah. for different reasons, but... I mean, that's easy because of bas basketball and baseball. Mm -hmm. Dick's Sporting Goods, that would be my first. Yeah. Either that or Best Buy. Those are. Yes. Really, yeah. Because, yes. because of the into gadgets. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> they like stuff. They like yes. Yes. They like to hitchhike. Yes. That's hitchhike. <laughs> hitchhike to eight cases house. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving Made on before laugh. I get into another laugh. There you go. I made you laugh. They like thumb wars. I don't think they have anything like that at Dix. Sorry. Just yeah. <laughs> Dang it. I was so close. Sorry. Hashtag crack up Cammy. It's a there good hashtag. Go. Oh, good. Oh my goodness. I had so much fun meeting some postables this past weekend. Yeah. Oh we, my we're we're gonna get to that. So hold hold on to it. Hold on okay. to it. So we have a lot to ask you about. We have a lot of things that we want to know. So let's okay. start off with California. Casey, fire away. Yes. So word on the street is that you're recently in California, presumably for a project that you're doing. Um, any teasers on that? Uh, well, it was for, well, I'm, I made no... Um, I, I made no secret of the fact that I've been hiding away in the woods mm -hmm. um, using COVID certainly as an excuse. I, you know, moved out of California several, uh, several years ago and moved back to my hometown um, and have really been enjoying it. However, uh, I'm starting to be able to tolerate the winters less. And also I realized that uh, there were some friends, uh, friendships that I needed to um, dust off and do some maintenance on and some friends that uh, had been going through a tough year for, you know, all the same reasons that all of us are and some others. Mm -hmm. So it was a good excuse for me to go to California. And also uh, there is a project that I'm uh, developing right now uh, for a pitch, another pitch for, um, for the network, for Hallmark, that I don't want to say anything about before it happens but uh you you know i've been producing uh with muse and my producing partner jim had been doing a couple of christmas movies the past few years mm -hmm. but this is um more moving towards the series um end of things oh okay. that's about all say, really so now is the, this so the word would be that it's moving forward in no a, it no. would not no okay no, 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 no. I won't know that till um, a good leeway into January. Oh, yes. so it's but, in um, the mix. Lay, absolutely. Laying the groundwork for um, meetings and just reconnecting. As you know, um, things have changed over at Hallmark in the last mm -hmm. couple of years since COVID um, came upon us. So it was good to see old faces and meet some new ones. And, um, you know, it's nice. I'm not... Not terribly close to uh, the center of it all out here in the woods of Ma Western Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. So uh, it, just made, it, made, it made sense to be in California again. And I'm going to go back right after uh, Roman drama. In fact, I'll oh, probably okay. head directly to California. Right. With maybe a pit stop to see my boys in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, I'm sorry I can't be. The second I can say something, I will. Trust me. No, no, we get it. We totally understand. <laughs> and we will be here cheering you on as all the good postables will be. So. 100%. Believe me, Fingers it's not crossed. easy to, to keep a, a lid on it because I am, you know, each day getting more excited the more I work on the, um, 
the idea. So yeah. And this has been something that has been brewing for a while because I believe the last time we talked to you, you had mentioned this, uh, I think it was last summer. Um, it, yes, correct. Uh, and because of the transition, we had to um, uh, start over again, shall we say. Ah. So, um, so yes, mm-hmm. we changed directions. There was a fork in the road and we decided to um, start from scratch, mm-hmm. which is good. Yeah. 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 Okay. That seems so, to be happening a lot. Um, I talked to Fief Sutton, who show run, he's a showrunner for um, Chesapeake Shores. I know mm-hmm. he had a lot of pivoting to do because it was like it was supposed to be four episodes or something. Then it went to six. Then it went to ten. And then right. you know they lost their lead. And then it was like there's a lot of shifting and changing and moving. So a lot of um, musical chairs going on. Yeah, so yeah I understand it can be so. It's not. It's not easy. Right. And obviously there are at any one point in time, you know, I had several things in development and, um, you know, they brought in um, new management, a new president and vice president uh, for a reason. So sometimes you have to sort of start over again and, and get, you know, sort of weed out what you think is not the direction you want to go in. And that's just the way it is, you know, that's, but that's fine. It's just, it just presents new opportunity as far as I'm concerned. So. I mean, Absolutely. the change is, you know, nobody, nobody necessarily is eager for change, but once it starts rolling, I think everyone's going to be um, really pleased. I mean, the way, I mean, the network in all its, you know, glory has to evolve. Otherwise we're just, you know, right. recycling the same ideas. And I mm-hmm. think it's a good time for change. Yeah, for sure. Now, speaking of change, you also mentioned during your Patreon live, which was super fun, by the way. Was it? I, yes, I had my headbuds in, my kids were asleep, my husband was working on a project, and I'm like sitting there listening to the banter with you and Zach. She was in the zone. Super, super <laughs> fun. It was so um, great. I should try and, I wish, I don't know how I could do one before the holidays again, because I'll have my hands full. Of the oh, um, I, I don't I think, think so. that you would be here. <laughs> Someone asked me if we could live stream from the Roma drama. I'm like, it's just going to be chaos. Everyone's going to be, yeah. I mean, we could set a camera in the corner of the room, but I don't know how many embarrassing things would be captured by that <laughs> live stream exactly. Because what happens in West Palm Beach. Days in West Palm <laughs> yes, Beach, yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will be there. So for Postables listening, Cammy, Jess and I will be there. We will we'll have our phones going. We'll have our phones going. Oh, geez. Um, we do have some surprises in store for you guys, too. Um, so for the cast, even. So <laughs> more to come. We'll see what happens there. <laughs> I am so excited that we're all going to be gathered together. I can't. I mean, Gregory and Zach mm-hmm. and the four postables. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. I mean, Zach, it's hard to get Zach out of Vancouver because he's the hardest working man in show business because he also DJs and he's mm-hmm. also getting his um, his master's as yeah. well. Yeah. So yeah. He's doing this all the time. <laughs> yep. Zach of all trades. Zach of all trades. I was trying to get him to stay in town a little longer, but I don't know. He hasn't really committed. So. Huh. Yeah. Maybe we can pull him in somehow. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that is our next question. We have heard Zach talk about you so much. We've heard you talk about Zach. And we just love this relationship that is going on with the two of you. And we were wondering what the bud of that relationship was, because I don't think Zach told us when we talked to him. How did the two Mm -hmm. of you meet in the first place? I think, I mean, that's... I mean, that's a difficult and easy question to answer. I mean, that, that's like trying, trying to say, why do you become, you know, really close with someone immediately? There's just yeah. there's something. Was it, was it SSD or was it something? Oh, else? yes. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yes. No, it was. I met him on set. Oh, OK. Oh. The second I met him, there was something there's something um, familiar with the people I'm closest to. Like there was something very familiar about Jeff when I first mm-hmm. met him. Yeah, you know uh, his sense of humor. That it, I call it like the speed at which someone vibrates. Even though they're two entirely different people, there's there's something. I mean, it's beyond just a kind of kinship. There's like something that um, everything kind of lines up, and it's like you get one another in a way that 
you know, you can't really put into words. And that's definitely the situation with Zach. Absolutely. Yeah. That is so, that is just so sweet. <laughs> I mean, I think, I also think he has such a powerful sense of uh, self and spirit. I, I was really drawn to that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely agree. I mean, we've, we've talked to him twice and he just, mm-hmm. he, he has this amazing sense of self, exactly what you said. Yeah. And yeah. then, and then he was talking about how much he adored you. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we text or chat every few days. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. Really He'll be like walking cause he walks everywhere he can in the city. He'll be walking, stepping into like, an audition or a DJ session at whatever the hot place is at the current moment in Vancouver. And he's like, I was just thinking about you. I'm on my walk. And Cause when we were in town shooting the last SSD, we would just grab a beer mm-hmm. and start walking. Right. And we oh. would walk around the city. We'd go along the seawall. He wanted to show me certain things, but we'd end up, you know, after several hours, it would have been 10 miles later. It's really. Wow. Yeah. That's the, that's one way to get your steps in for sure. Pretty, pretty much my favorite pastime when I'm there. Yeah. 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 Wow. And speaking of which, I got uh, speaking of other favorite people, I um, had dinner with Gregory Harrison when I was in uh, California a couple of weeks ago, which was so oh, fun. Fantastic. Yeah. We had meetings down in LA, and uh, we had we had a great seafood meal by the by the ocean. It was really great. That sounds delightful. Yeah. Yeah. He's another one of those people who you just, you just can easily connect with. Such an easygoing kind of guy. And I mean, the stories that he has and the the things that he's seen, I mean, Mm -hmm. I I just, no one can believe he is ageous. I mean, he's, he just doesn't age. I don't think he's aged the last 20 years. And (laughs) and to be such a good dad to his girls, it's apparent Mm -hmm. in, just his presence and also the advice that he gives, which yeah. is, you know, he listens when the time to listen comes and he, he doesn't offer advice that's unwarranted, but when he does, it means a lot. There's, mm-hmm. um, you know, a, a sense that everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Just so. like a great father figure. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. I'm getting a little misty. <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah. When I speak about those two guys, I'm like, oh, I'm getting a little, yeah. yeah. Zach, and, Zach and Gregory will bring that out. In me. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's so true. Yeah. Well, speaking of other adventures that you've been on lately, um, you recently returned from Christmas Con. Um, and we know that you did the panel with Ashley Williams. And um, I saw some clips. I mean, I won't go into any details. As why not? To which clips I saw. No, well, why not? Then you'll intrigue everyone. They'll go find the clips. And yeah, yeah, I've worked with Ashley before, as you find out when you watch the, the panel mm-hmm. discussion. But um, she is so much fun and so smart. And um you know, one of those people, it's, she chooses her words very carefully, but without seemingly so. I mean, mm-hmm. she means exactly what she says, and she's very smart and passionate, um, and there's probably a movie together for us in the future, you know? That would, because when when I heard that you had done a project that never really yeah, came it was a to great- light, I said, why the heck not? We yeah. need to see these two. Yeah. I think yeah, that would fun. I well, think that would be an instant hit, you mm-hmm. and Ashley. Well, I made some, you know, kind of um, um, words are failing me right now. And um, I made a joke about playing off the title of her movies that she's made, Sister Swap. Right. Just making a joke about um, boyfriend girlfriend swap and I said, oh we heard it probably, oh, yeah, probably not of the oh. ilk but it could be misinterpreted <laughs> i mean i feel like that's more like netflix maybe yeah. well, one, one could you know one could take it the wrong way just like when one of the possible uh jokes out there was when our first sh- our show first started airing um someone um made a uh, reference to touch by a postable and we thought that wouldn't necessarily <laughs> you know you know it wasn't exactly on brand not exactly 
<laughs> All right, we're going to uh, we're going to move into what every postable wants to, to hear about. Let's talk about the vows Louis? we made for a second. No, sorry, just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the vows we have made. That's the what vows, we're okay. About. Yes, let's talk about it. I'm gonna need some more water for that. <laughs> yeah, you probably will. Oh man, because wow, we. Uh, the three of us, Jess, Casey, and myself, we all got on a video call and then turned on the movie at the same time so we could all watch it together. Mm -hmm. And we just, I took screenshots of our reactions <laughs> because they were just so raw. And you guys, like, every five minutes, you must have been like, wait, wait, rewind it. Wait, 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 rewind it. Wait, what? What did he say? What did she say? What did she say? I will say as soon I was good I mean I, I was very heightened at the very beginning when you see everything happening at the hospital but as soon as the music came on and you see the title screen and it said sign still delivered the vows we have made I started crying we all started I'm, crying. Like, I'm not usually this emotional um you know right off the bat but it was for me it was just the fact that I literally, I mean, we had all waited so long for this and it was almost a, is this even really happening? Are yeah. we actually watching this movie? Like I um, agree. right now? You know, I mean, it's funny you say that because uh, it made me think of a cameo I was answering today. Someone asked for my favorite to, to read as a, you know, a Christmas wish, read my favorite um, line as Oliver from the show. And that's like, you know, choosing your favorite animal, you know, yeah. it doesn't work very easily, but I realized once I got into it, it was very easy to choose, but I got very emotional just reading through. I, I thought about my favorite movies along the way, mm -hmm. impossible dream. The speech that I make in front of the Senate committee is, oh, yeah. is a, one of my favorites to have delivered, but I realized that the sum total of what we had done all comes together in the vows we have made mm -hmm. and that I had to find something that really <clears throat> summarized and got to the very heart of Oliver's journey and all the pain and suffering he endured and all the love that he received. And um, it was about, um, now I went uh, completely blank. Um, oh, why he became um, a postman. You know, when, when he was a boy, he wanted to, and when he was a man, he had to. And yeah. I can't even say it without starting to <clears throat> get choked up. <laughs> yeah. So, but I did read it in the cameo without getting choked up. Oh, good. Because I was reading off a piece of paper, so I got the quote right. But when I talk about it, I'm mm -hmm. really recalling the emotion. So yeah. his journey yeah. and the fact that, you know, um, that Martha really did an amazing amount of homework to make the vows we have made what it is uh, and to honor people are, who are just coming to the show and to honor those that have been there since the beginning and yeah. everyone in between. But um, there's so much, like you said, there's so much um, lightness and weight at the same time when you, what we bring to the viewing experience now, it's, mm -hmm. I mean, we're just at the read throughs, as I'm sure you've heard a thousand times now, each time we gather together for these movies, it's even heavier and more wonderful mm -hmm. somehow that because we also don't know if it's the last one. So we pour our hearts and our souls and our whole beings into this. And um, we fall in love with one another a little bit more each time. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and watching, watching Oliver's journey, watching everything come to a head for him, watching him wonder, why is this happening to me? What is going on with me? And to see him, realize why he is being the way he is and why he's been so skittish yeah. and then to see him kind of come to terms with that and resign himself to letting Shane go oh oh my gosh I mean I just I started bawling my eyes I was like no 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 yeah. it was mm -hmm. but it was such it was such a moving moving journey yeah. and seeing you flesh it out in in all of those little ways that have built up to make you Oliver when we see you on that screen it was it was powerful mm -hmm. it was very powerful watching 
um, watching, especially with the flashbacks, watching where you had started and yeah, then yeah. seeing where you were. It, yeah. it, it just, yeah, it, it was lovely. It, there I mean, was just masterful the way that Martha um, wove um, Valerie Harper's storyline mm -hmm. in and Marion Ross and Jordan, uh, the angel, you know, mm -hmm. it was really, it's, it's a lot. It's really, yeah, it's hard to talk about it and not get yeah. choked up. It's strange. It's true. Mm -hmm. But I also think that that feeling of Oliver jumping off into this abyss, but not necessarily of, of destruction, but this leap of faith, I guess it's more, more appropriate that he has to share this thing with Shane and he doesn't know if he's going to lose her in doing so, but that everything he's done and experiences brought him to that moment. And the, the source, the catalyst for this realization uh, comes from the most unlikely of places as well. Someone that, you know, Shane's mother, who he's decided that she's on her own path and she's not really ever going to get what I'm about and what mm -hmm. our, you know, what Oliver and Shane's thing is about and he'll be polite. But the fact that he's knocked out of his orbit, it really paves the way for this realization in such a master, a really just wonderful way. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. wish, I wish such an arduous journey would pay off the way it did in the movie as it does. Sometimes it does in real life. I mean, mm -hmm. I, it just takes longer. It usually isn't oh. wrapped up in, you know, an hour and 50 minutes. Right. would be lovely. <laughs> Right. I mean, that scene with you and Sherry, I mean, it, it was incredible. It, and it was a scene that I wasn't totally expecting because they were, the characters were at such odds, but they were so familiar at the same time. But that's, I mean, again, that's what I'm saying. The fact that Martha would have it come from mm -hmm. the least likely place yeah. allows it somehow, it, it, it has more validity. You know, you don't see it mm -hmm. coming. Yeah, which is what you definitely I mean, do not see it, yeah. which is why, you know, I love Martha's writing because you have to check off certain boxes mm -hmm. with these movies. Right. But she, sure. the, the way where you start and where you end up, you have no idea how you you're mm -hmm. going to end up there, which is why I think people really continue to find their way to SSD, mm -hmm. even, you know, with the COVID excuse of people being locked up. I think it's, you know, we have dozens of new followers every day and it's, oh, yeah. it makes it exciting. You know, it means that, you know, we put something into the world that resonates and hopefully still will. It's my mm -hmm. understanding that um, uh, Hallmark is still open to the possibility of future movies. That's what I understand. Um, and I think that it's is good news. Yes. Things lining up and finding the right tact and, you know, Martha having a second to, to devote to this because mm -hmm. uh, she now has two daughters in college. So she's struggling, yes. you might say. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, speaking of potential future movies, future Since stories, we open that door, <laughs> we yes. would like to know now that Shane and Oliver are married, um, what would you like to see them tackle next? I mean, these last 18, 19 installments have been really an arc for Oliver, essentially. I mean, he opens the series. He also closes the the last movie and he closed um, to the altar as well. And, you know, we, I mean, every postable goes through that journey, but I think really SSD is kind of almost through the lens of, of Oliver. Like it's a very Oliver centric in the fact that he goes through many situations like with um, like with Holly or, you know, realizing the truth about his biological father, um, going on this journey with Shane. Um, and I know there's people out there that are like, oh no, this is the last movie because they got married, but you know, it doesn't always, ha it doesn't have to end there at the altar. It can uh, on the contrary, I think this is a, a real true starting point. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think absolutely this is the beginning of Oliver just starting to accept his shortcomings. Mm -hmm. And um, we're going to see a whole different part of him, not just because of the commitment that's been declared between the two, but the understanding that he's starting to live his life in a mm -hmm. full way for the first time in his life. 
it's powerful beyond measure. And uh, I really think that there are, you know, we've introduced the uh, ability uh, for th- um, the opportunity for philanthropy because of the foundation started. Mm-hmm. But also I still think that there's some wonderful comical uh, gold to um, harvest with Steve and him being in DC and the powers of the powers of postal. I can't think of the words right now, but um, us using our abilities for the greater good. Mm-hmm. And the, those, those are really like, I think really rich uh, minds for us to, uh, to explore. Yeah, really. So that's what we're going to tackle next is Steve. If it, if you had well, it your way, well, no, you know, Phoebe's Steve, gonna be but very... I mean, the fact that he's government liaison <laughs> yes. and he has helped us at really crucial times. It also right. makes, creates some tension, but also a, instead of there being just, we're moving past the sort of sophomoric, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, jealous boyfriend, girlfriend thing. And there'd be great parallels between, <clears throat> um, I really like the character of Charlie a lot. Mm-hmm. I think what the actor did with that part was amazing. And I think what Martha did with the writing of that part was amazing. And I mm-hmm. think the parallels of them raising a child and Shane and Oliver, maybe having a child and showing the sort of comparing and contrasting. I yeah. think there's, I mean, there's a lot there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, think- do you think that Oliver is going to have the same kind of fear and the same kind of apprehension about being a father that he did for getting married? Knowing what he's learned and knowing what Martha creates, there's, there's not going to be anything. The that, same. I mean, that scene, that, that scene with Oliver and Norman, like just get her something simple something that'll last her for the next 50 years 50 years <laughs> yeah. like, you're getting married didn't you know that this well yeah i mean he oh, didn't make Oliver. it he yeah. didn't make it very far with holly so he was a little gun shy for obvious reasons yeah <laughs> yes. hey postables we're just taking a quick little break to talk about something fun How would you like to party with some of your favorite postables? Eric, Kristen, Crystal, Jeff, Zach, and Gregory. If you enjoy Signed, Sealed, Delivered, which you all do, you're listening to our podcast, you don't want to miss out on the Rama Drama Live event coming to West Palm Beach, Florida in January of 2022. Spend the weekend escaping into the Rama Drama world and meeting your favorite on-screen celebrities. These fan-focused in-person parties cater to movie lovers just like you. Make memories, leave with photos, autographs, swag, and an exceptional experience to last a lifetime. Join us in West Palm Beach on January 7th through 9th at the Palm Beach Convention Center. You can buy your tickets at ramadrama.com. Well, you know, I'm glad that you said it was like, it's kind of a beginning for Oliver, because when I was watching this, it really felt almost like a pilot in a weird way. It did. Um, It didn't. And I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm one of the few, but I, I felt like, I don't know, this doesn't seem like an ending to me. I felt like to the altar, I felt a little more final because, you know, like they got, you know, he proposed, they're getting married, you know, we know that's all good. But this one, like you said, opened so many doors for so many more possibilities and so um fingers crossed that we get more SSD I agree I mean it's it was in a lot of ways a sort of review of where we've been Mm -hmm. uh, but also you know looking back but also looking toward the future of all the possibilities that were sort of laid out before us you know especially with the narration the closing narration it was Mm -hmm. um yeah and did they solve that letter that they found in the street? <laughs> what did he say? Yak, yaks, yaks milk or yak something? Was- yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. It smelled like oh, it smelled yak. like yak. Yeah. Oh, like yak. I thought it was like anyway. Well, that's another line from another movie I did. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you keep any of them straight with all I, the projects. They're, they're just one movie essentially to me. One giant. <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. 
Yeah. It was like that when I was doing Ugly Betty as well, because we were shooting sometimes three different episodes at the mm-hmm. same time. So. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, let's talk about the very anticipated event coming up. Drama drama. Oh, my goodness. Yay. Oh, man. I am so, is it, I thought it was, is it Rama drama or Roma drama? So I, I've pronounced it Rama drama, but. And they haven't corrected you. They okay. haven't corrected me. Okay, good. Okay. So, we'll see. I thought it was r- romantic drama. Roma. Yeah, that, I yeah, know. I thought it was Roma drama. And then I heard it referred to as Roma dramas. When... I guess it doesn't we'll matter. See. We're, yeah. we're going to be there. As many of us as can be there will be there. But um, mm-hmm. I am so excited. And going to Christmas Con kind of got me fired up for this because, um, you know, it's just... <clears throat> Just understanding, we sort of, we interact via social media, but to um, be able to see some of the postable, postables face-to-face, yeah. really put it in perspective. And um, it's, and we're all going to be excited to be gathered together where the weather is warm, mm-hmm. the, um, the drinks are delicious, and the ocean is close. <laughs> yes. and, I mean, how can, we not have, how can we not have a great time? Was that a good advertisement for? Oh, Roman? incredibly! <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> the checks but in I, the mail. <laughs> my understanding as well, it's it's rare this gathering because it isn't um, a typical by any stretch um, of the imagination a typical convention. It's not people lining up per se. There are a lot of chances for all of us to hang out and inter- interact, which will be much more informal and I think mm-hmm. more, you know, more fun really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a good group of um, postables going. It's um, large enough for us to really get to, you know, meet everybody that we've been interacting with online, but still small enough that we can, you know, have those purposeful, intimate conversations with each other, with you guys. And so um, I think Gabrielle and Sarah are doing a really great job of making sure that it's not just a, you know, Everybody line up. All right, get yourself, yeah. get your autograph. Goodbye. It's meaningful. It's very meaningful. Oh, great. Uh, and it's my understanding, aren't there going to be some some uh, SSD-specific events? Well, yes, there are. Yeah, Why, there are. yes, there <laughs> are. Funny, you oh, should mention you, that. Can you tell us a little bit about those? <laughs> I'll do the interview. Don't worry. We can't yet. <laughs> oh, well, no, but the Kristen, the opening night thing, Kristen's doing that's been advertised on the site, right? She's uh, auctioning off. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. There is the karaoke. You guys can't tell us. Them. I don't even know. Wait, you're not going to tell me about some SSD events? You can't talk about them. <laughs> I mean, did well, we sign not. something? Did we sign an NDA? <laughs> it's like you asked me about. Anything, it's like you asking me about a script I haven't written yet. Like, what am I going to say? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know which parts they're going to allow me to keep and get rid of. What we're going to keep and get so I can't really answer the question. Um, yeah. Anyway, I mean, a little birdie has kind of told us. I don't know which one of the three little birdies, but a little birdie mentioned some maybe postable uh, themed games. Wow! Amongst okay. Okay. the cast and the postable audience. Okay. And said Birdie may have asked us if we would help out with said events. Hosting. So uh, So great. So great. So great. Just to tease tease everyone watching the podcast. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And I mean, there will be some questions that will be answered in fun ways. Like game shows. You know, like, you know. Trivia game shows? SSD trivia? Oh, you better start brushing up. (laughs) I I would would start watching if I were you. (laughs) The thing is, you guys don't realize you watch it as a whole. Yeah. We're like, oh, I know. We have to take care of our corner of the universe uh, as well as we can. Otherwise, the whole won't be put together, right? So, um, and that's not just me sugarcoating being, you know, self centered. It's not that at all. When I have the long, Oh, the no, long there's, that, there's the long so that much that you have to keep track of. Oh, yes, long, for sure. The long runs that Martha creates for Oliver are um, uh, linguistic gymnastics, to say the very least. Yes. That's a really good analogy. Yeah. But fortunately, she's eased off over the seasons, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Remember the uh, some of the 
the monologues I had in the DLO early on were just not to be believed. Yeah, they were a little bit of tongue twisters too. Sometimes she would admit she was kind of trying to see what the limits were. Like if I was actually, because she was ready to, you know, cut some things Uh, if she needed to, but Mm -hmm. I would not accept defeat. Yeah. (laughs) Well, good for you. (laughs) Well, I'm sure you'll have a lot of friends and, you know, when, when, if we do some trivia, we have, there are hundreds of them. You know, phone, phone a friend, 50-50. Yeah. No, I have to do like in Cash Cab. I, they have a pullover and they can ask someone um, a question <laughs> out the window or something. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be great. It'll be fine. Cash Cab, am I dating myself? I don't know. That show is like. <laughs> now, one, one event that we can say for certain is going to happen is karaoke night. And so. What night is that? Friday, That's I believe. Be Friday. Mm-hmm. And so we want to know what's your go-to karaoke? Yes. My go-to karaoke is um, standing in the back of the room and watching everyone have fun. Really? Oh yeah. No, really? I, I am the least extroverted actor you'll come across. Generally speaking. Hmm. Yeah. Well, no, you're I not mean, willing to I get spend, up there and I, I spend take enough one for the team time. and sing for us? Oh, no, no, you don't want to hear me sing. <laughs> but also, I spend a lot of time in front of the camera. I mm. love, like, I love going to karaoke with friends and watching other people enjoy themselves because they really, generally, it's someone who's not used to performing unless, I mean, I'm sure there'll be certain people at this gathering who will have to be uh, forced away from the microphone who are already <laughs> performing. Yeah. That tactful? That's tactful. Sure. I'm not one of those. That that was very diplomatically said. (laughs) Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. That's interesting because you, I mean, you have your maybe it's music club. So I was thinking, you know, maybe okay. So we'll 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 switch we'll switch the question. Do you have a karaoke request for a postable to sing? What's a song you would love to hear sung? Oh. I would love to hear Jeff sing anything, really anything. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 but again, he, uh, I think we're not dissimilar in that, mm-hmm. uh, in that arena. We just, maybe we can get Zach. You might. Maybe I we mean, can get Zach to sing something. Zach is a great sport, and it's not that I'm not a great sport. I just, you know, I don't like the sound of my voice, and um, I. I derive more pleasure from watching other people enjoy themselves than mm-hmm. me trying to stumble my way through a song. So if you want, if you, if you wanted Zach to sing a song, what would you ask him to sing? Um, I have no idea. You're I'm on the spot. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. No, the I mean, door yes. is open. I have, I have the maybe awesome. music club for a reason. I love music. That's mm-hmm. again, I mean, you see the the uh, playlist I started. I don't know if you mm-hmm. guys are followers, but it's yeah, it's extensive. It's over forty hours. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I know long. that. So, and I'm so hungry for new music all the time. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not um, deflecting the question. I just had a, what would I have Zach saying? I would again. I would. I've never seen my fellow actors uh, do something like that. So anything they would sing would be such a hoop to say I mean that would be amazing that's true that's a great answer right there yeah, yeah. it's true yeah it's true yes well if you think of one in the next 20 days or so oh, you sure. can always shout it out I'll put yeah I'll put my brain put out. yeah on that yeah absolutely yeah well being the time of year that it is we wanted to just end up with some fun holiday questions for you. Yes. So get get you in the spirit of things before your boys show up. Mm-hmm. So fire away, Casey, with the rapid fire Christmas questions. Uh-oh. Yes, rapid fire. Um, okay. All right. So what is your favorite holiday drink? Eggnog. Uh, cookie or treat? Cookie or treat. Fa- favorite cookie or treat? Uh, when I was a kid, we would make snickerdoodles, which is a mm. sort of uh, sort of like a Pennsylvania treat. It's sort of specific to the Northeast, but mm-hmm. um, snickerdoodles. Yeah. Yeah. Really? 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean, my mom made them all the time. <laughs> I think yeah, I think it's a like a. I don't know if it's Pennsylvania Dutch or German. Huh. Some, anyway, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. yeah the Pennsylvanians are very big on cookies. They I do are. know that. I do know that. My sister-in-law had a giant cookie table at her wedding. They're, my husband's from Pennsylvania, Western Pennsylvania. Um, so yeah, cookies. It's a big yeah. thing. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite uh, Christmas song? Speaking of music. I can't pronounce it, but it's uh, Bing Crosby, the the Hawaiian song. Melikilikimaka. <laughs> yeah. And anything like, honestly, the um, the Gene Autry album, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yes. And the Burl Ives songs mm -hmm. from the Frosty. The oh, I love Burl Ives. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's all the, the stuff from those, mo the claymation movies that mm -hmm. we grew up watching. But yeah. that was not one answer. That was several, but. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> So while we're on that topic, favorite Christmas movie? I have to say, I mean, it's heavy. It takes a lot of energy, but it's a wonderful life. And on the other end of the spectrum, Elf. Yeah. I mean, those, <laughs> wow. two are... those two could not be farther apart. <laughs> Correct. But you, you check all the boxes when you watch those two, right? Right. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Do you prefer Scrooge or the Grinch? Grinch. All right. All right. Uh, clear, clear lights or colored lights? Both. Ooh, I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, do I have my, I have some lights right there. Oh, oh that's fun. In the loft. Yeah. There's yeah. Those stay up all year long. My oh. college dorm room, I had, you know, because I used to love going to Indian restaurants in the East Village, New York. Mm -hmm. And um, there was one called Rose of India that had probably 30,000 Christmas lights on the ceiling easily, like mm -hmm. at least a hundred strands. And I always loved that feeling because when you're a kid, you wait all year to put the Christmas lights up. And I was in college and I thought, hey, I can keep them up all year long. No one can tell me otherwise. So there you go. <laughs> so I'm like grown up now. strands on the ceiling back yeah. and forth. So, yeah. I love it. That's so fun. Yeah. Snowball fight or building a snowman? Snowman. Because with two boys, it always ends in tears, a snowball fight. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you consider yourself a good gift wrapper? No. Okay. Because my mom is expert at it. Ah, okay. Yeah. So by comparison, you don't consider no. yourself. I mean, I'm, I, if I have enough time, I'm good at covering up my mistakes. I've gotten better at covering up the mistakes. Okay. Which is, you know, just mm -hmm. like with whatever rudimentary carpentry work I do, you know, the trick is to learn how to hide your mistakes. Yeah. Hey, I've seen some of that work and it's not rudimentary. It doesn't with look like it to me anyway. <laughs> Do you have an ugly Christmas sweater? And if so, what does it look like? I don't. I don't okay. have an ugly Christmas oh, sweater. No. Well, um, we know where we're getting him for Christmas, Casey. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> With a bunch of tiny mailboxes on it, you know. Great, perfect. You couldn't believe the uh, Christmas sweaters I saw last weekend. Oh, oh I can only imagine. Because they had an ugly, ugly Christmas sweater competition, I guess. Yes. Oh, first. I yeah. did see some of those pictures. I'm like, wow, <laughs> these uh, are pretty wild. Yeah. Oh, man. So They're impressive. Okay, so you told us your favorite Christmas movies. Now, if you had to be trapped in a Christmas movie, which one would you pick? I think Elf, because it has such a happy ending. All right. And he always maintains his rosy outlook. I mean through 90% of the movie, which I, you know, I'm constantly working on okay. <laughs> as a person. Alrighty. If you were Santa Claus, what type or types of cookies would you want to be left out for you on Christmas Eve? I really like, I was going through this phase in college, we would make something called monster chunk cookies where it had just big, huge chunks of dark chocolate and peanut butter mm. so it was like a it was a peanut uh, 
a chocolate chip cookie essentially, but it had oatmeal, it had peanut butter, and it had huge chunks of chocolate. And that's my favorite. That's delicious. That, that sounds so really good. good. Yeah. I mean, there's some, because it wraps, and you know, there's no raisins in there to feel all like eyeball-y, kind of weird mm. in your mouth. But there was like the chocolate you could taste, not the, I just, I like, chocolate chips are fine, but they don't taste like real chocolate to me. And mm -hmm. having the the oatmeal um, to bite into and the, you're getting hungry, look at you. You're getting hungry. <laughs> I, <see. laughs> I, just, I saw you salivate. I saw you. I'm starting to <laughs> lick my lips. You know, I, I really do love a really good cookie and that sounds up my alley. You're like, mmm, chocolate. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's the most memorable tradition from when you were a kid? Um, when we would, uh, we lived in the country, very far in the middle of nowhere. Um, and we lived sort of several hundred yards at the foot of a mountain, really in the middle of nowhere. And we didn't, because of that, we had a lot of pine trees, a lot of maple. We didn't have to go and we also didn't have any money, so we wouldn't go and buy a tree. We would right. wander around, and some of the trees we cut down may or may not have been on our property because there were vast tracts of land that nameless, faceless people owned. There mm -hmm. were no houses. It was back where there, there was no frontage. But I loved sneaking around in the middle of nowhere without anyone possibly ever being able to see us, but my my parents would sort of make us feel like we were being clandestine about it. And, oh. and my dad would like rub dirt on, after he'd cut it, he'd rub dirt on the thing to make it look like it had been cut down a long time ago. So it was very, um, oh. very funny. So that, I think that was one of the things that I remember, yeah. which is really a memory. And we were so into Christmas when we were kids. One year, my parents let us have our own tree in our bedroom, as well as the main family one. It was a smaller one. Yeah. Yeah. That's super well, fun. You don't really hear about very often. It was, they're pretty cool. Yeah. I yeah. mean, my girls have a very small, tiny, like six inch to a foot pink Christmas tree in their room. <laughs> That's about us. You have to have a pink Christmas tree in Florida, don't you? Uh, of okay. course. Christmas trees and Christmas palm trees. It's so. like a flamingo leg tree. Yes, right? exactly. <laughs> Mm -hmm. With a palmetto standing next to it with lights. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And no, my Christmas lights are not made out of cowboy boots. <laughs> are not? You got to have no. at least one strand on there. Why not? Ten gallon hats? One, one gallon hats? <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> well, you know, Texas is a big state. Yeah. There Very all encompassing. <laughs> By the way, one of my favorite cities in the world is Austin. Oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> I have a dear, oh. dear friend who lives there. Yeah. I love that's, that. That's where I'm from. I don't, really? I don't live there anymore, but I was born in Austin and then just moved 10 minutes north for, and lived there for a very long time. I, I, I was in Austin years ago to shoot a film. It was in the 90s, late 90s, called On the Borderline. Marley Shelton was in it. Arlie Ermey was in it. That was amazing. Mm. But uh, it was the second night I was in town and I, they took me to the Broken Spoke. Down, Broken on, Spoke. down on South Lamar. It was a very famous uh, music venue, local huh. music venue. But I saw Don Walzer there. The, really? They call him the Buddha of West Texas. And uh, played slide, he played slide guitar. And um, it was a, a very... Uh, it's stuck with me, obviously. I love it. Apparently. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and I was there for the television festival uh, for uh, Ugly Betty several years ago. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. Stuff. In higher ground, when it says Austin, Texas, I'm like, oh, I got all giddy. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't know. Is that that's funny. That's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't have um, locations in the budget for shooting in Texas, unfortunately. Bummer. <laughs> I do. Well, I have one last question. Okay. Last question for our rapid fire Christmas section is, what was the most memorable Christmas present you received as a kid? 
It had to be my first. Well, I always got hand-me-down bikes for presents. Mm, yeah. But I, I was probably, I want to say, fourth grade, I believe. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure exactly. I got a brand new Huffy bike that was that had yellow mag wheels and a yellow bumper that was a pretty famous model or popular model but it was brand new and i had never had a new bike before i was so excited i thought it was it felt like i felt like it was a spaceship for mm -hmm. some reason i don't know why i just thought it was the coolest thing to say, that's yeah. like ralphie getting the air rifle <laughs> yeah Yep. And um, I guess that night, while they were still, as my parents, as most parents do, they were still assembling some of the gifts. Yeah. And they could have had wrapped. But um, I came down to use the bathroom in the middle of the night. And it was tucked around the corner. And I just, I was just kind of like sleepy, rubbing my eyes, whatever. And they were just kind of hiding the, the edge of. <laughs> The tools and everything that they were doing and I, you know anyway so yes another year in which santa stayed alive and well for me yes oh yeah and that is yeah that's every parent on christmas eve i remember oh. we were setting up our girls uh their little play kitchen it was like yep. we're i don't know it was it was terrible all the little pieces and all these things and we're like trying to be quiet and then it was frustrating so then we're like what are you doing you have to how many of us how many of us like every year you're like i'm not going to forget that bag of presents that i stuck in the blah 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 right yes every year it's like january 10th and you're like oh no like you find that bag when you're cleaning something out or putting decorations away or something yeah yeah Almost every year I do that, pretty much. Well, because if you don't hide them well, then they find them. Yes. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, like I said, that's the good part of uh, them getting a little older. Mm -hmm. Don't really Stay out of this closet. Right. They can find the present, but they can't do anything with it because they're not unwrapping or not opening it and using it. So. Right. Right. <laughs> well, you did great. Rapid oh, fire good. fun you questions. Thank so you bad so much for this, Eric. This has been so much fun chatting with you. And I'm going to see you all. Postables. I'm going to see you in a forget. few weeks, right? Yes. Yep. Don't forget Rama Drama, January 7th through 9th in West Palm Beach. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to have to get me one of those. Oh, no, I won't have to wear a hat because it'll be baby new year. Perfect. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I guess there's some um, rumor going around about um, ugly Hawaiian t-shirt uh shirt button-up shirt contest oh no, I, believe I mean i haven't heard that but i i, I, I think who, there was something advertised on the website about it but, i could okay. see it happening I, I could totally see it happening so in west palm beach you're in a trop tropical area yeah it fits <laughs> yeah it's slightly more tropical than western massachusetts right Just slightly right i will <laughs> You know, not, I'll be home just long enough to not, I won't get sick of shoveling snow, but the day my boys, uh, Saturday, we're due for a big snowstorm with, so the boys will land in snow. They'll love that. Well, yeah. let's hope that the plane gets in. <laughs> well, where they land, it's warmer than where we live. So it's supposed oh, to be rain okay. down. Uh, we're at a higher elevation where we are up here, but uh, we're supposed to get up to six inches. So that's exciting. Oh, <laughs> that is fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, Eric, uh, where can we follow you on social media? Is there anything you oh. would like to shout out? Uh, yeah, I'm not so big on Instagram, but Twitter is my go-to. But also Patreon is a site that I've really enjoyed coming to because, as you know, I love working outside as much as possible. And I tend to share my projects with people that subscribe. And it's, it's never dull. And I'm always making things up as I go along. And for those of you who live in warmer climates, it's kind of fun to get a taste of winter up yep. here in New England. Definitely. Yes. And um, cameos, of course. I'm busy with those, especially around the holidays. It's so much fun. I just love, you know, because we don't have a ton of product going out all the time because of COVID. It's nice to find new ways to interact with mm -hmm. uh, the people that love the show. For sure. And you never know who may pop up in your Patreon you so, never know. You never know. Like 
the uh, live stream I did with Zach Santiago. That was so much fun. Yes. Some more of those. I'm going to try and get Jeff to do one as well. So. Oh, that'll be fun. (laughs) That'll be a hit. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited to bring this to you. And Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Thank you all. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. For more juicy details and to hear what's coming up, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at DeliverMeAPod and on Instagram at DeliverMeAPodcast. And please check out our merch store for tons of postables-inspired merchandise to enhance your fandom. See you next week.